Kan jeg tage sæbber? Nej, det er ikke sæt. Okay, okay. Jeg gør det. Jeg gør det. Nu er vi i Annihilation. Okay. I, I recently watched Annihilation. It's a movie with Natalie Portman, other people, whatever. Um, and I had the thought of what we watch, what we consume, validates us. So I watched that movie. I was like, this makes a lot of sense. But it's like, it validates me because I have those kind of feelings of like the self-destructive or whatever. But I had a challenge from someone I talked to to say to watch something that's different than your opinions or a different perspective. So I challenge all of you to not watch something that you necessarily enjoy or validates you, but watch something that's new. Welcome back to Netflix Therapy, where we review only original Netflix films. We're your hosts, Danny and Dirty, and we give you in-depth ratings, semi-expert opinions, and interesting facts about each film. Thanks for joining us today. If you haven't joined us before, this is a show where we review Netflix-only originals. We give movie stats, movie facts, our feelings, and provide you with just a little dose of film therapy. Mm. This week's film was... Bird Box. Plot overview. When a mysterious force destroys the population, only one thing is for certain. If you see it, you will die. Searching for hope in a new beginning, a woman and her children embark on a dangerous journey through the woods and down a river to find the one place that may offer offer safety. (laughs) We have an excellent cast of both some stars and some unknown actors. We have Sandra Bullock as Mallory Hayes, the mom and the main character. Trevante Rhodes as Tom, who is later to become her husband. Mm. Machine Gun Kelly, actually, as Felix. John Malkovic as Douglas. And Tom Hollander as Gary. For director, we have Susan Beyer. I think that's how you say her name. Yeah. Um, she is not her first thriller, actually. She's she's directed other things. She's worked on other films. Um, she's worked on Night Manager, which is another thriller. I've never seen. I think it's a BBC thing. Okay. As uh, Tom Hiddleston in it. Oh. Yeah. So, it's probably good. I haven't seen it, but if you, you guys watch BBC, you'll probably know. Um, movies available on Netflix, obviously. Um, Statistics-wise for the movie, um, it was released on December 14th, 2018, so a few years ago. Um, budget of $19.8 million, run time of 2 hours and 4 minutes. Um, Rating-wise, uh, pretty typical of other Netflix movies. It's it's around there. Yeah, yeah it's the six is 6.610 out of IMDb, 64% Rotten Tomatoes, 51% Metacritic, and Google Reviews is always higher at 86%. So that's all the ratings we have there. Rotten Tomatoes is pretty low when I, I look just, at that. I don't know. Is that lower than last week's film? I think they've all been like the 60s. I don't, I don't see anyone ever get above that really. Like maybe 70s. I think that the audience score was even lower than the critic score in Last this movie? one. On this no, one? in this one, yeah. When I was looking at it, oh. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it was. Jeez. Which is surprising because sometimes I feel like with horror films, like and this was kind of like a scary movie thing. Normally they're flip flopped, so like the audience rating is super high, but like the critics hate it. But I think the critics liked this one more than the general audience. Interesting. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of. But I'm not expecting that. All things aside. One way to say three words, and I will go first. Perfect. I'm being generous. That's today. very nice of you. How we will describe the movie in three words. And here are my words. Traumatic. Dramatic or traumatic? Traumatic. Traumatic. We witnessed two births of a child, two children's, two 
births of a child. <laughs> Two pregnant women gave birth at the same time in a bed. Why is that traumatic? It's traumatic for me. You don't like birth? Well, it's one thing when you're birthing and then someone's trying to kill you. Okay. So that was traumatic for me. Okay. Also, I feel like I have an irrational fear of going blind. <laughs> More than deaf. Is it because you have glasses? Yes. Uh, no. It, it's part of it. But anyways, but they're blind the whole film. I thought it was traumatic. They're driving with the freaking car with the windows blacked out. That's... Uh, it was traumatic for me. Okay. That's good. Next word. Suspenseful. Goes along with traumatic. There was so much going on at all times. You never know what's going... This is the second time I've watched it. But I'll tell you, even on my second time watching it, it was still suspenseful. I knew it was coming next and I, my heart was still very Yeah. So that was something. And uh, lastly, wet. <laughs> um, no, it, no, it's fine. She's on the river for like two... Well, technically, what, two days? Yeah. Isn't it like 40, 48 hours? 48 hours, yeah. Ish. Somewhere around there. So she was very wet. And can I just say when those... Remember when the the girl, that's the little girl's name. Oh, girl. Yeah. When she falls out, that was so unrealistic. Okay, they're all gonna die. They fall in rapids like that. But she it falls in. Bad. It was pretty. It's pretty bad. <laughs> she falls in with those birds. There is no way those <laughs> birds are so fine. <laughs> she gets out and like the birds opens the box. Birds are totally fine. They've been underwater for eight minutes or so. I don't know. They're dead. Yeah. Yeah. They're so dead. I agree there actually. <laughs> but those are those are my words. Okay. Those are great. Thank you. Um, do you mind if I share mine? Please. Okay. First one, uh, unique. <sighs> Why you disagree? I thought about using that one. Oh, okay. I, uh, I don't know. I it's just uh, it's 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 not typical, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, there's some parts of it like go to a bunker to find safety in a group of people like that's, but like the idea of not being able to use, not be able to see your enemy and never having it on screen. Is very. I mean, I think it's that kind was of like original. Yeah, like everyone's kind of like, I just want to see it, but like you never get to see it, which I think is good because they were going to spoilers. Spoilers allowed. Yes, always allowed. I'm granting spoilers. We already did. <laughs> um. So yes. Uh, brutal was my second word. Um, kind of murder. Uh, yeah. I mean, just kind of like with the, um, with the traumatic. Yeah. It's just, it's like, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, it gets off, you know, cuts to other people sometimes, but some deaths you see the whole thing. Or it's like you see someone and then you see them dead later. So it like makes sure to like, hey, by the way, those people that left, they're dead now. Oh, remember when they're, uh, remember when she gets, finally gets into the house with all the people mm-hmm. and then they're like, it's like a day later, they show all the dead bodies on the road. I was like completely unnecessary but that's wild and the the couple that left the house to go get their kids oh you see them getting run over later by the car in that scene yeah that is sad <laughs> so uh it's just brutal and then my last word is anaphylaxis explain um anaphylaxis is a severe potentially life-threatening allergic reaction that's not explaining. It can occur within seconds or minutes <laughs> of exposure to something you're allergic to, such as peanuts or bee sinks. I just think my body had an allergic reaction to the film at times. <laughs> I was just like, ah, 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 like, oh my gosh. Get my EpiPen! Uh, I don't, but I just, I just, uh, it was just, it was very um, suspenseful and just awful sometimes. 
Because like you know you're going to die, but it's just just nasty. Uh, yeah, nasty. So that's my three words. Kind of the same thing, just along the lines of traumatically, brutally hard. I want to say Sandra Bullock did an amazing job. She was phenomenal. She always does. In an fact, job. yeah, I have a fact on Sandra Bullock herself, and that is. First of all, the movie's based off of the book Bird Box, so nothing original there, other than they changed the ending, which I'll get to. But uh, Sandra Bullock was actually blindfolded for all of her scenes. All of the when she was blindfolded, she was actually blindfolded, and they said she frequently ran into cameras and <laughs> <laughs> and other obstacles. But that includes when she's running with the kids, holding the kids. So they use one less blindfold. On those scenes, so she wouldn't hit any trees. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I, I was convinced. I was like, she seems like she's having quite the experience. Yeah. And she definitely cannot see. So, I mean, what better way to act than to actually blindfold yourself? Oh, my gosh. So props to, props to Sandra. Interesting. I have a fact also. Maybe you saw this one, too. But Sandra Bullock hates being scared. Yes. Did you see that? Is yeah, that? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I read that. Along with Sarah Paulson. Yeah. So the two the two sisters in the movie they both are very afraid of being scared, which is yeah. interesting because they did this movie and Sarah Paulson does American Horror Story and other scary yeah. movies. Yeah, so I guess that's just like if you get if you get casted, you just got to get over it. Yep. Sandra Bullock just hates them. They hates hates being scared. Her sister people. was only in the film for what? Such a short maybe amount of time. Ten minutes. Yeah. Maybe. I have a, a weird. If we're gonna go down this rabbit hole about feeling weird I got a good one for you so you know Gary Gary's the guy that uh, Olympia is Olympia? yeah 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 Yeah. the the woman lets into the house Uh and it's so she gets let in by Sandra or uh, Mallory Mm -hmm. feels weird to call her Mallory and so she lets in Olympia Olympia feels bad so she lets in this guy she lets in Gary Gary has this convincing story when he gets in about how he is escaped from some place, but he mentions that it's an institution. Okay, he doesn't say what kind of institution. And then he says that the people, like his coworkers or the inmates or whatever, tried to open up his eyes and like get him to look at that thing that kills people, right? Well, there's one theory out there about it, the Gary theory, and it's that those that were already crazy become disciples when they see it rather than killing themselves. And that's kind of like, if you notice, the people that are out going out and like trying to, you know, convince people to look at it, they were evil to start with or mentally insane. Mm. So just a little creepy little. And then can uh, we uh, can we talk about when he's uh, making those drawings? Oh, oh that's so scary. I was, he's just casually like, oh, you guys are going to give birth. Yeah, let me just pull out my demon drawings and just put it all over your <laughs> all over your furniture. <laughs> Tell me what you think of that. Oh, my gosh. So, interesting theory there, and it kind of made sense because, like, they didn't really go over why some people killed themselves when they saw the beasts and other people just... True. Tried to hurt others. And when Sandra Bullock is on the the river and that guy's like, open your eyes, don't be afraid to look, and she pulls out a Glock and just starts... (laughs) (laughs) She's blindfolded and just shooting at whatever. I was like, that's a scary woman right there. She just is... But it's, I mean, like, along with that, it's, like, the mentally ill part. It's, like, that's. I'm glad that he, like, pulled out the pictures and did his drawings of it. 
because I saw a picture of what like the monster might have looked like because they were debating like we should throw it on the on film or whatever. And like at first, like I think Sandra Bullock was like, "Oh, that's scary," but then she like started laughing at it later. Oh yeah, that was in one of my, yeah, that was one of my facts. Yeah, so I it, saw that. It just wasn't. Uh, I'm glad they didn't put it in because it's just not. It wasn't scary. Did you hear what it originally was supposed to look like? Mm-mm. This was the description that Sandra gave it. It was a cross between a green man with a baby face and a snake. <laughs> so I don't know what to. I don't know if that's scary or just like, why would you make that? So that that was kind of, yeah, that was the look. So I, I too am glad that he kind of gave us a drawing of like what they might look like. I think the, I just, I think the monster is super interesting because like there's like a lot of things that can mean because like why would a monster you look at like make you kill yourself? Right. Especially if it's a baby face snake thing or whatever. Right. Um, I think there's like a couple like religious tones to the movie. I didn't pick that up. So like. The obviously the what's the guy with the glasses, and the guy that works at the supermarket. I can't, I can't remember. remember. Charlie. He's yeah, yeah, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He like talks about the end of days and all those books and stuff, and talks about right. like, different cultures and whatever. Um, apparently, there's also religious tones of like having the blindfolds is like blind faith and following and like still going forward even though you can't see. Wow. I don't necessarily agree with that. But it's that's like a Catholic thing. thing. Yeah. And then. It's interesting that users were like disciples for the bad guys. Like even uh, it had uh, illusions, and we like me and some people who watched this talked about it, like not being able to see God in His full glory, so it would make them go insane or whatever. So they I wouldn't go that direction. <laughs> <laughs> so like obviously they're not saying like God was in the movie, but yeah. like in the sense that like it's just something so unknown and so like just crazy or, or beautiful as the crazy people call it. Right. That they just have to end their own lives. So like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the book says about it. I don't know if the book expounds on that. I've never read it, but. Well, going along with that blind thing. Um, so the, at the ending of the, so at the end of the movie, spoilers, at the end of the movie, the, they, uh, they go to this basically blind community, right? When she escapes, when she gets out of, uh, off the river, mm. she faces the demons herself with her eyes closed. Her kids face the demons. Uh. But they finally make it to this, and they're banging on the door. The The people open it from the wall, and they go inside. It's a place filled with birds. and But you see that the majority of the people there, if not everybody, are blind. Mm-hmm. And this was, in the movie, it was intentionally supposed to be like, Anybody can come, but it just so happened that it was like a blind community. Well, in the book, the ending of the book, for those of you that are no longer going to read it, I'm going to spoil this, those people made themselves blind mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't kill themselves, which I don't want to imagine, but that sounds horrible. But also, you'll never kill yourself. True. But I don't know that I could go... They're in, if they're in a safe community, why would you make yourself blind? You can see now. Well, that maybe they did it before, or maybe it's just precaution. What if it gets in the door? <laughs> she walks in. She's like, so it's precautionary that we poke out your eyes. So boop, I hope boop. you're, yep, just a little pop, pop. You're good. Come inside. Let's clean up those wounds. I, uh. <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about that? I, uh, this is this is side of what you just said, but I don't understand why the monsters just don't go inside. I was super frustrated when the the guy that owned the house it's like, he's like, oh, I'll do surveillance. And he, like, turns on the thing. And then somehow, through the surveillance camera, they, like, got to him and made him kill himself, mm-hmm. which was pretty graphic. 
Yeah. You know, tied up to a chair. But, yeah, I don't get it. I'm like, you can you can go through television and kill people, but you can't go through a door yeah. or a window. Like, and you just, like, you just can't sneak through, go through the air vents or something. It, and it was almost like a, like a light thing. Like, the less light there was, the less chance that people would see it. Whereas, like, when there was a lot of light. Because oh. it wasn't necessarily even looking up. Because remember when they opened the windows or, like, opened the blinds, just that light coming in was enough for people to kill themselves. So I was kind of confused, like, what exactly the, the demon, the monsters could do. Hmm. I don't know if that caught you. Because they could whirlwind in, in the leaves. But they shake the car. Yeah, shake that. the car, but yeah. they can't physically do anything. That was a great scene, though. Mm-hmm. When all of the sensors were going off and they're stuck and they're just, That's true. hold on! That was that so was good. good. And I love how Charlie just starts freaking out. I'm glad he was in the middle, too, because everyone's like, just calm down. <laughs> I know. Make him just, it was, all right, so yes, I like, I like the monsters. I just think there's, obviously, in most movies, there's some sort of loophole. Or things they don't... Caveat. Yeah. yeah. Or else the monsters would just win. Every time. Yeah. Well, then you can't really fight them. At least her gun didn't work. Yeah, she was just shooting. Yeah. How did she kill that one guy in the river? Um, machete. Oh, yeah. She just casually yeah. got a machete there. <laughs> she she just, just had that. diced up his arm. And his neck. <laughs> and then he just goes to sleep in the water. He just floats away. Uh, um, I, uh, I liked the themes, though, of the movie a lot. I like... So you see at the beginning, it starts with Sandra Bullock yelling at boy and girl. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's she's like this character of detachment and pain and uses that as motivation. Yeah. And so like, obviously it works, but it's like not necessarily like a good thing. And then the first painting that she does in the beginning of the film, she says it's people's inability to connect is the, is the theme That's of it. That's right, yeah. And then everyone's like, the baby will be different. Like, they reassure her or whatever. And it doesn't ever necessarily answer that. It never seems like she's super close to Tom or has that experience, but maybe. Right. So that's one of the things, just inability to connect. I think another thing is what the doctor says to her at the hospital about the baby. She says, you can't ignore it and hope it goes away. And I think that applies to the baby, but it also applies to the monster. Right. So you just, like, you just can't ignore it until it goes away. You have to, like, make some sort of good. Because they waited, and then Tom dies. Or they waited and everyone else dies. So, like, unless she's, like, right. moving or doing something, then there's something that, yeah. Well, and she's in survival mode the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, she won't even name her kids because she's, like, it's and she won't let them outside. She won't, like, like she won't even let Tom finish his story about his childhood because she doesn't want to give false hope to their kids True. that they one day can, like, climb a tree and see the sky and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think that's a lot of good points. Um, another theme, I think this is of these are my top three. This is my last one. That there's two types of people, like uh, the what's his name, Malkovich's character, uh, Douglas. Douglas. Yep. Douglas says there's the a holes and the dead. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And then he also says at the grocery store when they want to leave him, he says better them than us. Yeah. And then Sandra's uh, argument against that is we're not a holes. So it's yeah. basically like you're you're dead or you're a jerk. And like I think there's some truth to that because like I think it shows both like if it's like it's wrong to have too much good and it's wrong to have too much bad. Douglas isn't wrong most of the time. 
Like he's right, he's right about not letting Gary come in. He's such an unlikable character. Like yeah. you literally hate him, but he is. You're like he's right in almost every scenario, yeah. and you hate how much he's <laughs> right because you don't like him as a character. But even then, like someone I was watching it with said, Olympia is the most annoying character ever. Oh my gosh, she's and terrible. I agree. And so like she's the picture perfect of like innocent, right person wants to help a guy out because she knows what it feels like. Right. But they all die because of that, too. Because of her. So yeah. it's like, too wrong, too right, both are awful. And so like I think Sandra's like, cares for people, but like is still detached and still has like some... I think she's the balance of the two. There were, That leads me to how some of the Rotten Tomatoes and Google Reviews critics thought of the movie. Ooh. So I'll read you some. And you tell me if it kind of lines what you were saying, that the general themes... This one, oof, it squanders an opportunity for thoughtful commentary on trauma and survival. I don't know if I agree with that. That's quite a... I wouldn't say it squanders it because yeah, the movie harsh. is about trauma yeah. and moving past it. But there was a big opportunity for it. Here's the next one. To survive, they live in a world without sight of the outside world. That premise uh, inevitably invites comparisons to A Quiet Place. In Bird Box, the concept does not work nearly as well. I did feel Quiet Place vibes. Then again, Quiet Place came out before. Yeah, A Quiet Place came out before. I think so. I feel like there were some similarities, but this is the last quote that I think wraps it up. The characters in A Quiet Place start who they are and stay that way. The only one that has any sort of development is the deaf daughter. I enjoyed the character development in Bird Box much more. There are no surprises here but it's still satisfying to watch the story unfold. I thought that Sandra's character, uh, Mallory, changed so much mm-hmm. in the film. Not so much everybody else, but she did. And I don't want to bring up like A Quiet Place too much, but no one changes in A Quiet Place. They all are who they are. So I thought the character arc, how Mallory changes as a person from just very cynical and just depressed and frustrated with, with the world to becoming this hopeful character and changing how she sees life and and moving out of the survival mode to come closer to her kids, I thought that was really good. Hmm. I agree with that too. I uh, Every time I describe to someone or someone describes me, it's like, it's like, it's like quiet place, but with sight. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, I, I obviously understand there's similarities, but it's like, you can't like, you can't completely just say like, oh, it's a, it's about sense, you know, so it must be the quiet place. Right. So it's like the monsters are totally different mm-hmm. and everything like that. So like, I mean, sure, but you could do that with a lot of movies in comparison to a lot of other movies. I agree. I think the character development is a lot better in this movie than in Quiet Place. Like there's some parts that they do better and some parts that this does better. And to say that it squanders an opportunity, I think is just harsh because it's like, yes, I think they brought up questions that they never answered like Tons. does she does she ever love her kids, or like what's that thing with Olympia's daughter? What's going on there? Even her conversation at the end with with a girl is kind of like I just thought it was a little tacky. It was, and it's like what the monsters are just going to be nice and just like oh yeah I go bond with her. <laughs> They're going to freaking destroy that little girl. <laughs> She's wrecked. Yeah, no so chance. I just, yeah, I just, like, I obviously understand, and I wanted the bond to happen, but just happening in that way just seemed weird. Forced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously it was forced because she didn't want her to die. Yeah, but. and they got to wrap it up. 
I did feel like that scene, she was just like, it was just empty words. Mm-hmm. She was just like, I got to throw out a Hail Mary, say whatever to get this kid because they're going to die. And I'm solely responsible for this kid because Olympia made me promise. True. So I did feel I was like, I was like, she loves her son, not so much the daughter. And it was like a forced reaction. I wonder if she felt responsibility just for both, though, and didn't even love the son, too. Because he didn't have a name either. Uh-uh. And never answers if she ever gained a connection. So it's like, does she love either of them? Or is it just purely, like you said, she's just survival mode. She's canceling the stories of hope in the future. And like you see her at the end talking about it, about Tom's story later. So right. it's like she's warming up to it, but you never quite get an answer. So maybe they'll make a bird box, too. Like oh, Quiet good. Place, too. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll uh, they'll blind themselves in this one. <laughs> Just like you wanted. Pour bleach from their eyes. Okay, oh. can we... This is my all-time favorite scene of the entire movie that I thought just rocked my world was when they get to the part where they're, they're going down the river, right? They're in their little canoe, their little boat or whatever. I think it's a canoe. And uh, she's got to pick between which kid is going to watch out for the rapids. Mm. So she has to pick. Like, is it going to be Tom? I mean, not Tom. Is it going to be the girl? Is it going to be the boy? And she just has this moment where her 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 boy volunteers to, to see, full, knowing full well that he'll probably die because they've been warned beforehand. And she says no. And then the girl says, you know, she, she really waits for the girl to say anything. The girl doesn't say anything. And then finally says the girl volunteers. And at that point, she's like, no, I will decide. And then she decides that nobody's going to see. And it was just like, oh, you can see that she just, she wants the girl so bad to, like, sacrifice the girl. But then when it comes down to it, when the girl finally says yes, she can't pull the, like, can't mm-hmm. pull the trigger. And that was just, like, really emotional, really just, ugh. True. It was suspenseful. I think that is the best scene in the whole movie. And the fact that it goes back to it twice. Like, it yeah. goes to it and then it, like, cuts off and then goes back to it. Yeah. I think it makes it more powerful. So too. much importance on that scene. And, and and in the end, it's kind of like what you're saying. She couldn't decide. And it's like, does she love one more or the other? Or does she love neither of them? Mm. And she's got to, like, find her way into it. Because she's, like, still in denial that she's a mom. Everyone around her can't see or is blind. But is she blind to love? How did you feel about this film? Would you recommend it? What is your rating? How are you? How do you see this? Okay. 1 to 37. I would give it a uh 26 i you said favorite scene i would agree i after you explained it i would agree more but i uh i didn't think it had a ton of like m- specific memorable moments besides maybe that like the whole movie as a whole wow. i feel like is memorable right but like there's not really any cinematography or any scenes where i'm like that just looks so good or that was just like specifically like, overall, being suspenseful and being shocked the whole time and being nervous, do a great job. Right. But there's no specific scenes besides, like, that one or, like, specific dialogue that I, like, necessarily truly love or feel like it was very cohesive. So. Wow. Is it well made? Yeah. Is the cinematography good? Yeah, but it's just not unique, in my opinion. So, um, that was my main th- reason for You started it. off by saying it was unique. Yeah. <laughs> the concept is unique. Ah, uh... That's what I'm saying the whole movie as a whole, but, like, specific scenes are not unique. Right. So, I mean, it's good. Um, is it too long? I think it's I think it's good. I don't... Two hours is, like, long, but it's not... In this, I feel like it was good. 
rating wise, like people saw it, like 45 million accounts viewed it in the first week of it releasing. Saw so that. It's like yeah. very, very, like it's popular. I would recommend it. I think the second time watching it, because I watched it before too, was less. Like, I feel like the more you watch, the more, like it's still suspenseful. But it, like I said, it doesn't have like any scenes you want to specifically rewatch. Mm. At least for me. Right. So, yeah, I recommend it. I give it 26. Um, but the, that's my ratings. What uh, what are what are your thoughts? Can I anything you can say that I can validate? Of course. Okay. I would say as a horror film, it's it's up there. Okay. It's up there for a horror film. I you know they a lot of times they have a lower budget. This one had a bigger one. It was like nineteen point eight million. Yeah. But I think Sandra really pulled it together. Her acting was great, and a lot of times horror films have a hard time connecting all the dots like this one did. It's up to the point where, like, usually the ending sucks. True. And I think this one, because this one's based off of a book, it had a more cohesive ending. So I think for a horror film, definitely recommend. Way mm-hmm. good. As a standalone film, like a 23. Yeah, I'm going to go with 23. I didn't really like it. And and the biggest thing wow. is, like... I did not expect that. Yeah, it's just... And, then I, and when I watched it the second time, I was like, I thought I would feel different, and I felt the same. I liked it better the first time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, the biggest beef I had was I I really liked the switch between present and past. Mm, I just hated the past. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, the present was good, and I thought really good. I didn't actually think that they were on a river, but they did film it on a river. Like, she was in a boat, you know, going down the river, and so. Yeah, that was her first time rowing, too. Yeah, she did did great. (laughs) I was convinced. But. Like, so that was good. I was like, I can't tell if this is green screen or not. But the present, I mean, the past, just, I didn't like anything to do with the house. Too many characters. I didn't like most of the characters. I love Douglas. Douglas though. is great. Douglas is my favorite. He's awesome. He's, he was a he's jerk. He's white, has points. Just mean. Just ruthless character. But, so rude. But funny, too. Like he's saying, was your, your father also handsome? Is that why you remind <laughs> me of him? That's right. It's like, no, you're an a-hole. That's why. But I agree. But did we need Machine Gun Kelly in that film? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely not. Did we need the sex scene in the laundry room? Absolutely not. Never needed that. It just felt like, like the, ah, I feel like the uniqueness of the film was when they were in the present. And then when they were all in a house stuck together, I was like, this feels like every horror film ever. We're Mm. just going to kill off people until we get down to two people. And then they basically restarted the movie. With True. Tom and Mallory. And you knew from the because of the original scenes that it was just going to be those three. So that it wasn't like, where they going to die? It's how they're going to die. Right. So I think that took away the suspenseful aspect of it. Um, and something that I did like just to wrap up is at the end, they actually... So the movie's called Bird Box. And the last scene, they are walking into a bird box. Hmm. It's just a box with birds. And that's where they live. So I thought that was really cool. Hmm. And maybe that's why I have, you know, 20, 23. And Sandra Bullock did amazing. But overall, eh. Hmm. It was eh. It was eh? It was eh. Oh, I see. want to see you make a movie better than that. I will. Give me $19.8 million. <laughs> we'll see what I can do. Thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, next week's film is The King. And the movie is about young Henry V. And his encounters with war and becoming the king of England. So join us next Friday for even more reviews. 